You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back, and this is episode, I don't know, 254, 255. I don't... I was wrong last time, actually. I, did, oh, I, no. I said 255, it was 254. But anyway, whatever it is, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> A uh, couple of announcements. By the way, I want to thank everybody who came to Hip Hop Bingo uh, last Sunday. It was great. We packed the house at Native yeah. uh, West Coast Edition. Big shout out to Kay Cali, uh, Rudy Davino, who else? Uh, Chris Tobar with the design, uh, Mama A's for the Jamaican food, yeah. uh, Slab Barbecue for the prize, uh, Barmaid Vodka. I'm just going to leave them all. Uh, uh, Keys to the Streets on KZI, uh, the Food Truck eh, food truck Soul Fest. Those are all the prizes we gave away. Yeah. That's so cool. and shout out to Native as well. So it was great. And then the Can't Even Comedy folks came after that and had a dope show. And I was on it. Yeah, I got Hell to do yeah. five minutes. Anyway, thank you all. Make sure you follow Hip Hop Bingo on Instagram. Uh, I got the theme for the next one. I will not announce it just yet. So you have to tune in and uh, follow us. Also, all the episodes of the Feedback Podcast are on YouTube. Just look up the feedback, BAK, of course, and you'll put some faces to the people you've been listening to uh, who they have recently. Uh, Gabe Davis came on. Amy Shanker uh, was on. uh, Trying to remember. CJ Landry. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So a lot of funny people. Yes, the (laughs) classics. The classics. I like that. I like that. Uh, but let me introduce my guest for this episode. I got the very funny Katie Felton. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't know why I want to say Fulton every time. <laughs> I don't know why. I it's think Felton. I would be much richer if I was a Fulton. So I agree, probably. Because I always see products that are like Fulton, whatever, and I'm like, if only I had one letter difference. Is it a is it a brand Fulton? It's it's always on something. Yeah, I've move the mic closer to your face. Uh, on like medical equipment and. All this jazz. So they are out there. There is a, like a Fulton brand. I don't know if it's like one brand that rules all of the brands, but there is Fultons on. It's base. a bank. Okay. A bank. I'm into that. <laughs> I was it could saying, be a bank yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? So, um, why? First of all, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. No, of course. I know you live on the other side of town, and I live up in fucking South Dallas at this point. But it's Austin. Everywhere you can get to pretty much in 30 minutes without traffic. You've been in Austin? How long? Seven years. Okay. So let's see. It used to be you could get through in the entire town in like 15 minutes. Yeah. 10, 15. That's fair. Now it's 30 years. It used to be we had rush hour traffic. Now it's there's no yeah. There's twenty four hour. I was there for that. I witnessed rush hour traffic, which is uh an issue for such a small like major city. Mm-hmm. But coming from California, where it's like a parking lot and you have to sit in traffic for an hour, when people in Austin were like, "Oh, we have." bad traffic it's just oh yeah everybody from california yeah, comes here and, and we bitch about traffic and you all you motherfuckers don't know yeah you don't know no we, yeah okay well, what's the name of the highway through LA, that goes through la the big one the five yes or the 405 the 405 that's the one i yeah. hear about a lot can't believe we started talking about traffic but i, I got a bone pick 
ubiquity with the chicken <laughs> with the chicken thing. Okay. So Katie here. Yeah. Has fried chicken without bone in it. Yeah. So when you go to Pluckers. Yeah. I try to get boneless. But I do eat the regular bone if of it, like when they have it, if they don't have a boneless option. Uh-huh. It just I it becomes a mess for me. So I'd rather look ladylike and have boneless. What about a steak? Would you have a ribeye or a T-bone with the bone in it? Is that an issue? Uh, I'm trying to understand the psyche not around like this. It- and a huge issue, but I prefer steak without bones too. What's your steak? Or cut? I mean, filet if we're like really going crazy. Filet mignon? Yeah. That's it. You know what? Who, I'm trying to think who has the. Uh, I just had one actually. Eddie V's. You ever been to oh, Eddie V's? I have not, no. Well, you want to treat yourself to some filet mignon? Okay. Eddie V's, 12 ounce. I, okay, so here's, here's what I did. Okay. Every okay. once in a while, I treat myself. Okay. Everybody should, Yeah, right? you should. Yeah. You, you got your fried chicken? I go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went down to Eddie V's by myself. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit at the bar. Hell yeah. And have my meal. The thing about Eddie V's is that, I mean, it's fancy. Right. They have like a, they have a piano player oh, and all that stuff. Okay. They have. So most of the people there are like, I'm, I would say 40 plus. Right. 40 plus, they're in town. There's a lot of regulars, people that, oh. like couples that sh- that come through like every weekend. Okay. And that's that's what, that's that's their date night. Yeah. So they know everybody. It's that kind of, it's kind of vibe, right? Okay. But everybody's all dressed up for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I show up, I sit at the bar, and I'm just having my meal. If, and I look around and it's mostly, of course, couples. Yeah. Where like the dude is 15 years older than oh, the woman. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That's where I need to go to pick up men. I'm seriously? <laughs> it is look, just throw a rock. <laughs> just throw a rock in there. It's really like that. And I'm sitting there and there's a couple next to me. And the dude is in his sixties. And the woman is I mean, she's in her fifties, but she looks like she's like forty two. Oh. Like gorgeous. Yeah, I get it, girl. Yes. And in that situation, I've always assumed, you know about hot wife in this? Have you heard of that? Hot wife in? Yeah, hot, hot wife in. You ever heard of that? No. It's like couples who went to like a polyamorous type of thing oh. and the, the wife is hot and then the dude get, it's like cook, cook, yeah, yeah, cooking yeah. or whatever. Okay. So I always assumed that. Yeah, probably. And I'm I'm sitting there and then sure enough, he talks, she talks. I, I'm not saying anything. I'm minding my own business. I'm eating my filet. Uh-huh. And he turns to me and he goes, so, uh. <laughs> like, how, you come here often? <laughs> I swear to God, open lines. Like, oh, you, you, I knew the bartender is a good friend of mine. Like, right. And he's like, hey, you come here often? I'm like, oh, here we go. This is, this is going to yeah. be it. This is going to be it. Uh, and he tells me, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'll treat myself, come see my friends, right. the bartender, blah, blah, blah. And then he started telling me, well, you know, we, we all the time, you, you look like you know a lot of people. And, blah. and then this is, this is my girlfriend. And I'm like, okay, girlfriend, you're look. You're, you have white hair. You say girlfriend, that means either you were married and it's uh-huh. uh, over. And, it, and the girl's like, yeah, we met on Bumble three months ago. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I did not expect that answer yeah. at all, at all. And we started talking for like 30 minutes. That's awesome. And next thing you know, I'm like, what are you guys doing after this? 
wish they'd come back to our place. I wish. <laughs> but she, the, the 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 weird part was that she, uh, so the dude was like, I was like, yeah, hey, let me let me buy you guys a round of drinks. Oh, that's and, nice of you. Yeah, I mean, and the guy goes, well. I can't. I'm. I can only drink one because tomorrow I do this volleyball thing. I play volleyball. Mm-hmm. The dude's in the, in his sixties. Like I play volleyball, yeah. but I want to make sure I'm fresh. I'm just gonna have one drink. And, trying to flex on you. Yeah, but then the lady goes, "Oh, now, but you have to keep up with me." Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm drinking. We have. We actually ordered the same drink, and I'm drinking mine. And she keeps going. You're not drinking that fast enough. <laughs> And I'm like, stop giving me mixed signals, lady, because this is. I ended up taking them to Creek in the Cave. Oh, fun! Well, yeah, I was like, what are you guys doing after this? They're like, oh, nothing. We're gonna go home, but I got to be home by eleven thirty. I'm like, look, there's a show at Creek. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Let's just, I'll, I'll get your tickets, and then we'll just go. Awesome. But when we sat there, who was on? Who was? What show was it? It was the showcase. Uh, it was Saturday night. No, Friday night. Okay. So it was supposed to be Joe DeRosa. Oh, okay, okay. But you know, you got it got yeah. canceled because of flights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and so they showed. We we came in, sat down. I sat down with them for like five minutes, but then I thought, I don't want to talk. Like they're right. on a date night. Like I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, and and one thing I hate with a passion is holding candles like third wheel mm-hmm. like they're on a date and I'm going to be like oh yeah look at comedy this and comedy <laughs> that oh this is funny oh no this guy blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and where do you get that shirt like no nah, I'm not going to be that dude so I just <laughs> let him be I disappeared went outside hung out and then I actually sat in the back and before they left they came by and said thank you it's like well, where were you I thought you were going to hang out with us uh-huh. I'm like no so would you hot wife given the opportunity? Would I hot wife? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I would. Okay. Yes. You don't mind somebody lurking? You don't have to watch. That's the thing. They don't have to watch. Like the wife has her own life. Oh. Okay. Sometimes, so I mean, sometimes the dude's could, into it. He could lurk if he wanted, but he doesn't have to. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Okay. I hope. Yeah, that'd be weird. Also, what's the oldest you would go? Depends. I would go if she looks good because she was was she 49? I'll say 50. 50 is a good cutoff. Okay. But I mean I'm sure there's some 52 year old yeah. out there who look gorgeous. True. Yeah. I mean maintaining everything. So. Hell yeah. What about you? How old would you go? Well have you gone already? <laughs> no. I haven't gone that crazy. Uh, I don't know. I think it depends, yeah, on well, how much money they have. True. And what they look like. If it's like a really rich guy that seems like has a youthful energy and like tries to maintain, uh-huh. I would say like 60. 60? Yeah. I like old people shit, so I feel like we would be able to... <laughs> Watch, you watch you watch QVC Law, together? <laughs> yeah, Law and Order SBU. And daytime TV. Have like a eleven PM bedtime. I'm into that. Is that really what you do? No. Well, not anymore. I used to, but now with comedy I stay up till like three in the morning just like trying to 
come down from just being awake. So what is the oldest you've dated? Uh, age, like age, like difference. Like I think nine years. That's not too bad. No, I mean, no judgment. No, but that was also like when I was in my mid twenties. Oh yeah, it wasn't anything. But man, sixty? Would you deal with a sixty-year-old? And you still have to fuck him. I know. <laughs> like I said, oh, no. <laughs> they have to maintain. But again, the richness would like, you know, be you, the aphrodisiac. You want a sugar daddy? Yes and no. I think. Ah. Yes, but also I don't want them to like hold the money over me in a sugar daddy way to be like, oh, if you do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're used to this lifestyle. So guess yeah. what? If you know, if you cross me once, or if you if you don't do what I want you to, right. then yeah, no more trips to Hawaii. But I like the idea of like a retired man that's just trying to blow his money. That was that dude. Yeah, because he, he told me straight up, he's like, yeah, we dated for it's been we met on Bumble three months, and the orgy went on the cruise. Oh yeah. And he asked me, he's like, would you go on a cruise? I'm like, no, no. Never? <sighs> They're not for everybody. No, th- there's one cruise I would go on. It's a reggae cruise that Bob Marley's son, Julian Marley, puts on called Jamrock. Ooh, that sounds fun. It's, they've been doing it for, I don't know, six, seven years now, around mm-hmm. November, December. And it's all my favorite reggae artists that, okay. that, that are on there. Other than that, just to be on a hotel in the water, no. I don't see. I don't get the appeal. Like you could do the same shit. What is it about being on a boat that makes it different? Uh, I guess. So I lived on a cruise ship for like four months. I did travel abroad, but that wasn't like a fancy. Cruise You're just gonna ship. say that? Like, <laughs> yeah. You lived on four months. Yeah. So the appeal is that you don't have to like you get to travel to multiple countries but you don't have to unpack and repack everywhere so that's the nice part of the cruise okay but to your point if you're doing like a four-day cruise and you're hitting one or two spots Mm -hmm. it's not that enticing but for my graduation trip i did i went on a cruise in the caribbean on the world's largest ship at the time so it was kind of just more to see what that experience Wait, hold on. I got so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> These are separate cruise trips, by the way. Oh, so you get on another ship? On another ship? So I did I did uh, my study abroad on a cruise ship my sophomore year of Okay, college. so it's abroad and because you left the country to visit a couple places and came back. Yeah, we circumnavigated the globe. Circumnavigated the globe, which means yeah, you sail all the way around. We started in one time zone and ended. So we started in the Bahamas, and the ship, um, like each each year or each few years, a new university kind of takes over the curriculum. So uh-huh. it's called Semester at Sea. When I went, um, University of Virginia was in charge of the curriculum, uh-huh. but the ship is sails out of the Bahamas and is like a like licensed from the Bahamas because then um the drinking age is younger and (laughs) they probably like have less taxes or some shit I don't know so we started in the Bahamas and then went to Spain Morocco Namibia South Africa 
Mauritius, India, China, Vietnam, Japan, Thailand. Those aren't all in order at this point. Yeah, I'm following like on on a map. Um, Then we went around to Hawaii and then hit Guatemala, went through the Panama Canal and docked back in Florida. Fucking Magellan. Yeah, it was really fun. Four months? It takes four months? Yeah. Like nonstop? I mean, of course, you stop at the different countries, right? Yeah, so we stop at the different countries, and you have, like, three to five days in each port. And some, like China, there we had two stops. So you could, they kind of just leave it up to you as long as you get back on the ship on the last day. So, like, in China, I went off the boat and was there. We were there for a full week. And so while the ship was moving, I was in um, Beijing. Wait, so, but you stay on the boat at night? Or they give you a hotel when you get get on? They don't give you a hotel. So anything that is outside of the ship, you have to pay for on your own. So it can get expensive. Uh, Yes, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, you're welcome to stay on the ship at night. They need a time there. Do you have to look for people that don't come back? Um... Most this of, there's got to be the one dude that's like, okay, one more, one more drink in Beijing. Right? Like, okay, where's Jeff? Everybody, we need. There's a roll call. Like, they have to call people out. Um, they have like you have a little swipey system, so they know if you didn't make it back on the ship. And then we wouldn't look for them. It was just kind of like this is last call. If you don't make it on the ship, you're SOL. That's it. Yeah, like you have to find your way back. And I think you. I don't know if they would, like, give you a chance to meet the shit back up or what, but you definitely would get in trouble as far as, like, credits-wise. Oh, fuck the credits. I mean, if, if I, look, if I, if I don't get back on the boat in South Africa and I have to work my way all the way to India or yeah. Japan to catch it, god damn, this is... <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's sure. people that... I mean, look... Uh, People who go on cruises, I would think they have like money. Right. There's no cruise for poor people. <laughs> carnival cruise. No, oh, I- is that is that the lowest one? The carnival uh, one? It's more affordable, yeah. Oh, affordable, quote unquote. I think it you can get like a Mexico cruise for like three hundred bucks. For I don't trust a Mexican cruise for three hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the water probably sucks. It's not it's not a good idea. <laughs> They don't, they don't, actually the deck would probably be really clean. The Mexican <laughs> folks on board, I, that, I'll give you that. But I mean, tacos all day, I mean, shit. Yeah. Will you, you pour at like one or two Mexican uh, city? Like what, what was the, what was the highlight? What was the country you're like, oh, this is, like I could come back here? Um, I love Thailand. That's what I keep hearing about Thailand. My sister has been in Thailand a few times. Okay. And she always tells me that if you want cheap and gorgeous, yep. Thailand. Mm-hmm. Man, now I got to go. Because Japan is my shit. Japan okay. is where I want to go. I haven't gone. Yeah. It's on my list. I know that's expensive. So right. is Hong Kong. Yeah. But uh, Thailand is for cheap. Yeah. Cheap and still have a good time. Cheap, fun. The people are really cool, like hospitable. Have a sense of humor. They got to be used to tourists coming in all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But they're, I don't know. It's interesting, like, uh, just the difference between, like, 
Thailand and China, or at least my experience was like, you know, Thailand, they're joking around. They're very jovial. Mm-hmm. China, they're still like friendly, but just more buttoned up. Definitely like. It's know. China. Yeah. They know Big Brother's watching. So. Yeah, exactly. They have a, like the rating system for people. Oh. Like you're, like you get a grade based on, I think it's, it's like, it's like saying you're, you're a better person because you have a high credit score okay. kind of thing. Yeah. You ever watched Black Mirror? No, I'm too, that kind of, I saw like the first episode and it like turned my stomach and I was like, I can't do this. Well, it's, it's basically like you're, there's a rating system for people and okay. it's based on like, are you a good person? Like, right. How th- rebellious against the government are you type of thing? Well, how good are you, are you getting uh yeah, yeah, basically based on what, you know, your purchases and right. all kinds of shit. So they have all these, all this data. Right. And like, okay, so you're, we like you. We're not going to fuck with you. You have a C. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, when's your next, <laughs> where are you going next? Because we're going to be catching your ass. Yeah. It's like that. I mean, they don't fuck around. No. I, sure. I would, I don't think I would want to go to China, honestly. It's really cool. It's like a, definitely a different yeah, get them culture than um, any place on the planet, which I mean, sounds dumb, but like. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you have a dream destination? I really want to go to Australia. Okay, why? I, they just seem like fun people. I also want to go to all seven continents, so that's like one of the continents I haven't hit yet. There's five continents. Five, yeah, seven oceans, five continents. You're it's 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 a debate I've been having late. I mean, I've had this debate many times about there's five continents, not not seven. We're taught five in France. That's why I would say that. Wait, what are now? I'm questioning myself. Ah, I had this conversation with Tim Warner was on the show. North America, South. No, America. Oh, okay. So maybe I was right. There are seven in North American education. Yes. How many rings to the Olympic flag? Seven. No. Rings. Three. Five? Yeah. Five. Yeah. Five continents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blowing your mind right now. You're like, I don't know what to do with this. Anyway. So, dream destination, Australia. Yeah. For, is it the culture? Is it the food? Is it Crocodile Dundee? Is it the... Well, I think they have a lot of hot men and as a single lady at the moment look if your bar is chris hemsworth what if one of the what's his name yeah all the hemsworth brothers are i'll show you yeah that's the bar you think they're all like no 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 (laughs) i realize they're not but like so my college town is a uh in high altitude so we would have like people olympic people would train for high altitude training Mm -hmm. and we would get the Australian football team every oh. once in a while. And they were all really cute. <laughs> and they're just like regular. You know Australian. what? You could talk to my brother. He just came back from there. He lived there for two years. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'll pick his brain. I mean, when he was there, he was like, there's not a lot of black folks down there. No. And so he was like Shaquille O'Neal everywhere he went. Uh, there is a thing when when you go as a black man or black person yeah. when you go to a country there's not a whole lot of black folks they assume that you know all the big black <laughs> celebrities no it's true 
Like I, mean, I yeah. I've gotten away when I go to France, I speak English. Okay, yeah. And I get away with a lot of stuff just because I'm black and I speak English. Mm-hmm. And I'll I can I'll name drop people I've never met in my life. <laughs> and I call right this way. Why right this way, sir? Or your friends with a, a puff daddy, come on in. Like that. And it, it works. That's amazing. There's really an allure about that. How come you speak English and not French? I treat it better. They treat me better. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They're, they're like, because uh, if you're black in France, you're African, which I am. Right. But I'm just another Negro on the corner. But if I speak English, oh. it, it puts me one notch above them all. And now I'm, I'm friends with Puff Daddy, so I get a table by the window. That's crazy. And it works. I love that. Yeah, in China, since I had blonde hair, uh-huh. uh, I got strangers trying to take pictures with me. Yeah, they want to touch it. Go to Africa, see what happens. I have been to Africa. They were scared of me. Of course. Because, yeah. <laughs> White I, devil. Yeah. No, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad. I wanted to be friends with the kids and like the babies were just like would cry. and. What, you, in South Africa? That was the... I went to Malawi to oh, build wow. schools, and we built. What's up with that school that does that takes you all over the place? This was separate. But still, you always end up in the school where, like, oh, we're gonna go around the world in in four months. Yeah. What's, Virginia University of Virginia. Is that yeah, I didn't go through there. You can any college can apply. So shout out semester at sea if you guys are in college. Apply. What? It's That's... an awesome program. We didn't have that. We would go to the country and like in the, the farm, some shit like that. Okay. But man, you, you think you still have stuff like that today? Uh, yeah, I get like newsletters and stuff from them. So they're still trucking along. They're trying. It's like dwindling. I want to say probably, but I want them to survive. Because they have like a pretty long legacy. The people I used to nanny for, the mom mm-hmm. did it in the 80s, 90s, 70s. I don't know. She's like in her four, late 40s, maybe early 50s now. But she did it when she was a college kid. So probably the 80s or 90s. Did, did you do a lot of organized trips as a kid? What? Organized trips. Oh. Uh, like start, Like the equivalent of like summer camps. When you go... And say, okay, we're gonna you're gonna go to um either another country, another region, and you stay there. Mm-mm. Like an exchange program? Not necessarily. No. I w- so I went to public school and those they'd still have them, but it's not, I would say, as often. It's like definitely certain years mm-hmm. and you have to pay for it out of pocket. But I was an only child, so I did a lot of day camps while my parents were at work. Oh, fucking day camps. Yeah, they were like, we need you gone out of the house. That shit's expensive. I just signed up my son for uh, summer camp. Okay. For July. For the whole month? Yes. How old is he? Four. Oh, my gosh. Oh, your gosh, what? <laughs> well, is he sleeping there? No, 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 he's oh, not okay. here. He's not here. Okay. No, he's not here. He's with his mom. But, uh... Yeah, how about $350 a, mu- a week? Oh my gosh. That's Was that always for, the case? I don't know. I didn't 
I have no clue how much my camps were. I mean, holy shit. I mean, it's like Monday through Friday. Uh-huh. So yeah, that adds up to like over a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. Considering just just to get, but it's yeah. it, it's you you go play. <laughs> I got yeah, work to do. Exactly. <laughs> that's that that's price not priceless, but it's like look, I can't have you around when I'm working. You're not, right. You're not old enough, so you go do Legos. And yeah. You know whatever STEM program you're doing right. or whatever. I'm all for that. Or, we didn't have any of that growing up. We had. Like day at the museum, okay. Do that, but not. We didn't even have sports. What? In France, there's no school sports. That's not a thing. That's why. No, you that you play for your town. You don't play for your school. Okay. So the whole concept of the the jock or whatever that mm-hmm. you have you have here and the uh, the cheerleaders and all that. Right. We didn't have it. We didn't know what that was. Interesting. And then we watched Saved by the Bell, and, and that's yeah. that, that was the reference. But other than that, we're like, no, you go to school to study. You don't go yeah. to hang out and go to office hours and hang out with your teachers. Like that. That's just right. Not a thing. Interesting. Inter- <laughs> you keep saying interesting. Well, it's just I don't know. Different. Did you were you jealous of like school sports or not really? No, I didn't care. Okay. Even when I came here and I saw like the whole vibe of it, mm-hmm. like you go to pep rallies and shit and right. you you like wear the, the, the colors. Right. To, I didn't do any of that shit. No. Did you come here for college or high school? One year in high school. Okay. And then college. Gotcha. But I didn't, I'm like, I don't have time for any of this shit. I got right. work to do and studying to do. So. Yeah. The concept alone is just, I don't know, it's just weird to me. Because you, you're like, it it, it makes, uh, it, it, it builds this like hierarchy. Right. In the school where you have, well, you get the nerds, you get the jocks, yeah. the cheerleaders, the captain of the football team, they, mm-hmm. the captain of the cheerleading squad and all that. Yeah. Like I ain't got time for that shit. I definitely think it can be not the hierarchy, but just like sports in general or school clubs Uh can be helpful. Like I had a, my high school was 2,400 kids. So like you That's small or that's big? I don't know. It's pretty big. It's like 600 kids per class. High school? Yeah. Wow. Like in each grade year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it definitely makes it easier to have friends because mm-hmm. you're like have a niche group of people where you're like we all like soccer or whatever i mean i i i get the whole yeah i need i want to belong to something right thing. I, I i get that but it's it's weird where when uh you get called on a friday and say, everybody go to the gym for yeah. probably and i'm like aren't we supposed to I wasn't yeah. that I wasn't that kid like no we're supposed to study for the test. <laughs> I wasn't that kid but I was like this is still gonna and when my friends be like hey let's go hang out with Mr. Johnson I'm like why would you want to hang out with Mr. Yeah. Johnson and why Interesting. Yeah. I like your perspective but I I guess not knowing the difference because you just grow up and you're like yeah I'm going to go to high school and Yeah, that's just have... the thing. Like you you right. don't think that 
um, how different it could be in other mm-hmm. places, but also you're like, yeah, this is the way it is. Like right. you have prom, mm-hmm. which is I think I won't say dumb, but it's it is kind of dumb. Did you go to prom? Though. Yeah, I like getting dressed up, but I only went to one prom. We had junior and senior prom. I thought it was just a senior thing. Some schools it is, some it's junior also. I okay, so w- walk me through prom. I didn't, I mean, I went by myself. <laughs> is that sad? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I didn't know, I didn't care. I just went by myself yeah. and had a good time. But like walk me through your prom. Like how did that go? Oh, well, mine was kind of sad as far go as Go ahead, like, go ahead. Let me have it. So um, I did lacrosse in high school. And that's just stick with the net on it, yeah. Right? Okay, which is French Canadian, it's Canada's uh, not close. Oh, French Canadian, yeah. yeah, okay, that's okay. It's Canada's national sport, fun fact. I did not know that, yeah. Um, so I did lacrosse and we had an awesome team, and one of my uh teammates' brothers was in my grade, she was a year younger. Mm-hmm. And one of my teammates was going with her brother. So one, I have two diff- separate teammates. One is my age and one is a year younger. One my age is going with the year younger's brother because they're friends. Mm-hmm. And then his best friend needed a prom date. And the younger um, teammate and like her mom was really cool. And so I was cool with her mom. And she's like, you should go with this kid's friend. Or her son's friend. So I said, sure. So we went to Spider-Man. I think it was three at the time. Spider-Man three. That's the still McGuire on it, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So still Toby McGuire um, to like meet each other and see, make sure we didn't hate each other. And, you know. Oh, so you did a, like a pre-date before yeah, prom to figure pre-date. out. But going to the movies is, yeah, doesn't really, you don't lame. get to know anybody. You yeah. just sit there and watch it and then go home. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, at the end of this, like, date, he was like, do you want to go to prom? And I was like, sure. So, that was pretty much our only, like, meeting and interaction. And then we went to prom and had fun, took pictures, hung out, went bowling. But you knew that going to the movies to see Spider-Man, they both knew that this was, it was going to ask Mm -hmm. you, right? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, was it like a straight up yes or was it like um, maybe yeah? I think my exact words were sure, but it was a it like was a sure yes. or like sure we'll go. I think it was like sure. <laughs> so you were excited, yeah. So okay, so the the I try to remember my my problem. Did you get in a limo? That's like the big no. American thing. No, I didn't Did you do go it. To after party after. No, I didn't do any, any of that. So you just went and like listened to the DJ and I uh, yeah I danced my ass off. Do they have I I'm trying to think where my senior prom was. I don't know, but they usually had like fake gambling and like a few other activities you could do if you weren't. No, I mean I I just I went I danced okay. by myself a lot and I went home and actually I found out. A week later, that uh, my biology teacher's daughter, who was a cheerleader, 
wanted to go with me, but she never asked. I, I didn't know what the protocol was. I didn't know I was. Oh, no. I didn't know if, like I was the one that's supposed. I I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> I still don't yeah. understand how that works. But she she told me like, yo, I saw you at the prom. Like you were you were jamming by yourself. Blah blah. I mean, could have gone. I mean, she went with some other douchebag. It's not like I had a crush on yeah. her or anything, but she told me like, yeah, we could we could have gone. I'm like, you should have told me before. Well, what the fuck, bitch? Yeah, you could have yeah, asked. I'm new here, lady. Yeah, I don't understand this country. <laughs> you would have been a great way to, a great introduction to how this thing works. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, we had fun. But the weirdest part is I moved to New York. At like after college, after one year after I graduate college, mm-hmm. and uh, reunite with a friend from junior high who didn't like my junior high experience was like I went to an art school for a year, like not around my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I reconnect with this friend. She has like a group of friends that she's reconnected with, mm-hmm. and one of the girls is from Seattle. She's like, oh, I started dating this guy. He goes to visit his parents and it's my prom date. And there's like a picture of me in their house with him from prom. And she was like, it's, yeah, they got married. That's creepy. It kind of is, but it was just random that like my prom date that I never like knew or was boyfriends with for very, well, not boyfriend and girlfriend, but like, you know, I wasn't dating him. Uh Uh-huh. That just he started dating my friend in a very random way. Didn't anything ever happen between you? No. Not even at prom. Is not the whole point. Um, I guess, but I mean, you're impressing the girl. You pick her up in the limo. She has a nice dress on. You open the doors. You dance. There's like a slow dance. I would assume we were both square, so I don't think it, it was did like. You, did you do the like arms length dance where you have to stretch? Have your hands out. I don't out. even know if we slow danced. I don't, I truly don't remember like <laughs> my very specific prom experience. That's how, that's how memorable it was. Yeah. So, I remember pictures and we went bowling afterwards. Oh, but you did the limo? Yeah, but it was like a shared limo. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. unless your, your parents are loaded. Right. It's like you're not going to. So, yeah, we did the limo. I think we probably did dinner before. That's like a big thing. You think you wanted to date you? Is... No, I don't think so. No? Oh. I think it was probably like, I'm glad we have each other as dates and you are a nice person, but we're both going off to college, so. Bye. On to, I'm yeah. running up with your friend. Yeah. <laughs> Greener pastures. We, we will reconnect at some point and guess what? Have <laughs> <laughs> you a picture of us? that's that's brilliant that's dope that's dope uh so why the 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 comedy like what made you want to jump in um switching gears i don't do segues i just ask no that's fair so i'm an only child my dad was a big student of comedy like he always he So I'm from California, like Southern California, but my parents met in LA Mm -hmm. and would go to the comedy store all the time. Just like, like this is seventies comedy store, like Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, like all the the cool people were there. Mm -hmm. So he was always loved comedy and that 
like we would listen to albums in the car and stuff, or I guess CDs, but you know, like people's comedy albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and is like a funny guy, so I would like try to impress him and be funny. And then I always surrounded myself with funny people, so I never really thought of myself as like overly funny, like funny enough to keep up, but I wasn't like the funniest of the group. Mm-hmm. But then I don't, I like move, I had always had an interest in comedy just in general. And then when I moved to Austin, uh, like people, com- my coworkers and friends would be like, you're funny. You should like, have you ever thought of doing comedy? And I was like, yeah. I thought about it. Yeah, I thought about it, but. I have I was- the balls yet. Exactly. Yep. So then. Is. My 30th birthday was coming up and I was like, you know what, if I'm not going to do it now, then like, when am I ever going to do it? So to put kind of a a dead line on this whole starting of comedy and trying it out, I took comedy classes. Oh, you started with classes. Where? Uh, Institution theater, but it's no longer around. So did it teach you how to write? Uh, Yeah. She teaches you how to be concise more. Mm-hmm. It's more of like each week you're supposed to write, I don't know, five jokes or however many minutes of jokes. So then you can have five minutes at the end of the six weeks. And they, she'll, so every week you have to go up and tell the new jokes you thought of and wrote down. And then the class gives you feedback and like what parts were funny, what parts you can cut mm-hmm. or ask questions about how you came up with the material, that kind of stuff. So it's more of like, they don't really teach you how to write. Cause there's not really like, I mean, everybody writes differently. Yeah. It's not, there's not a one formula. People write down, people don't even write. They get right. on stage and try shit out. You know, some people have bullet points. Some people right. write every single word and just learn by heart and mm-hmm. cut the fat later. Yeah, it, it, everybody is yeah. different, so it's not really a one. It was more of like a workshop, which I feel like I needed. If I were to just go to an open mic and do my jokes and then like I would, I needed, I felt like I needed some type of feedback to be like, do this more, do this less. So mm-hmm. that was helpful for me. Oh, so it did, so um, how long do you take the class? It's six weeks. And then at the end of the six weeks, you have a performance. Oh, so that was your first really. Yeah. And then I did fairly well on that. So I was like, okay, I, I'm into this. And then your first actual open mic? Um, I think I went to Kick Butt Coffee as my first open mic. Yeah, same here. Yeah. That was my first. And you were like, okay, this is it. This is my... Yeah, I knew... I think I had... She... So in the class, she was like, you know, comedy, like open mics are kind of hit or miss. You can have a good set or it can just be all comics and you're not going to get much feedback. Right. So I knew going in kind of what to expect, which also was helpful. I mean, I guess the internet exists, so I could have like researched <laughs> an open mic experience. But um, I think I went to my first open mic after the performance because I was like I don't want my confidence to be shook if I like really suck at this open mic and mm-hmm. then have to do a performance in two weeks well, I me- do you remember the joke 
You don't have to retell it. Um, you, oh, let me ask you this. Do you still tell it? Yeah. There's a few that I wrote. There's like two pretty decent ones that I still do that I wrote yep. during that time. Like I remember like the joke I did. I didn't, I hadn't touched it in, uh, yeah, about two years. Okay. And then I went back and I was like, oh, now that I have a few you know, shows and mics under my belt, I know how I can like restructure it right. to make it better. And it's like, it actually worked. Nice. But uh, yeah, the, the first ones are never, it's rare. I've had comics here like, yeah, I went the first time I fucking killed. I'm like, you, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes a lot. It's, it's the lowest form of entertainment because anybody can go up and do it. Right. And yet it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. It's the hardest thing to do. Well, that's, yeah, if you're good, you make it look easy. So then everybody oh, yeah. is like, oh, I can do that. But then you're like, well, they're good. That's why. Yes. I Oh, let's talk about that dude. <laughs> what dude? At, at Kick Butt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're at Kick Butt Coffee Wednesday. And then, it, what was the joke? Somebody made a joke about Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. I wasn't, we weren't the, in the room for the joke. But, yes. Yeah. He made a Kobe Bryant Like joke. that, he, he had to tell us that right. he heckled. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, I had to tell him because, you know, it's not appropriate. Blah, blah, blah. It's Kobe Bryant. Blah, right. I'm like, oh, man, you don't know how this shit works. And, yo, he was trying to howl at everybody in there. Yeah. Oh, that was a separate guy. No, same dude. Oh, after I left, he was like, he, he, yeah. Because oh, there was that old man that was like heckling everybody, but you couldn't tell what he was saying. He he gave my punchline away. How rude! Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll, I wasn't mad. This, right. Like you can't react and be like, well, fuck you and all that stuff. Yeah, but you know, it, 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 it's fine. I don't know who that guy is. I hope he's there every Wednesday. <laughs> I really do because it, it was like I mean it's like I don't want to call it smart heckling because right. there's really no such thing right but uh, his reaction made people laugh and right. the comics reaction to his reaction could yeah. make people laugh too so in the end it could be a net positive right but uh, it was annoying though yeah he it's yeah it's hard because you could tell like he had good intentions like he was trying to heckle off what people were saying mm -hmm. but then yeah interrupts and then people really want to go on like in on people like that and that always like makes me feel uncomfortable but i get it i get being like yeah shut the fuck up if you're gonna heckle like i'm gonna show you what heckling is all about but right I'm also like he's not being mean, but yeah, he needed to shut up. It's crazy that you have, we have to still tell people how right? how this works. I know, like you're not. I did a, I just did a the can't even comedy showcase uh, mm -hmm. Sunday, and uh, it was a small room, um, but you had the the uh, the twenty four year old dude with his girlfriend, okay. like sitting front like right on front right like legs spread okay him or the girl no he was okay short shorts that was already distracting <laughs> then his girl girlfriend was next to him and she would talk back 
And then they were there with another couple sitting next to them. And then the other, and then the girl in that couple, she had like they went axe throwing. It was the birthday, so they were all drunk on the Sunday oh, afternoon. Yeah. And she kept uh yeah, she kept talking back. And a bunch of comics I actually had to like go, yo, kind of play along. Right. You know, but you know, you're dealing with and they were not even hot. Well. <laughs> they were not even hot. I mean Yeah. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. A bag where you have to put a bag over her face. Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that boyfriend. So what does that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> it's all for everybody. And then she came to me after the show, all drunk, like just slurring, going, oh, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was a great show. But, you know, I, that I, um, I thought I was contributing. Really? And I said, no, that's not how that works. No. Like, yeah, but I was, I was at a, I was at a show once, and you know, the the guy was talking. He was, he was, he made eye contact. That's what, he, <laughs> that's what she said. She said he made eye contact, so that gives me a green light to have a conversation. I'm like, no, bitch, that's not how that works. Yeah, no. It's like unless he talks to you directly, he or she talks to you directly, asks you a question like, what's your name? What do you do right. for a living? Shut the fuck up. I know. And she she was like, well, I didn't know that. He looked at me, so I thought I could talk back to him. Right. No, you're you're 23. You don't know anything. Right. And yet that guy is he's probably in his 60s and he still doesn't know anything. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck, people? I know. It's not it's not an invitation to no. talk. It's annoying. There was a we had a showcase at Hip Hop Bingo, and I felt bad because Gabe Davis was on, and Gabe is funny. Right. And he was. It was like during the break and some people were in the back talking and I'm like, fuck, I should have grabbed the mic and tell everybody, if you're going to talk, get the fuck out the room. Right. Let the man do his thing. Because people were up front, they loved it. But I just can't. It. I was so pissed off. I was like, if I get on this mic, I'm going to yeah. piss some people off. So I'm gonna, not going to say anything. So from now on at Hip Hop Bingo, during the showcase, if you're going to talk, get the fuck out. Yeah. It's that simple. It's annoying. It's fucking annoying. God damn. It's 2022, people. I know, right? Well, and just like if somebody's, if there's one person on stage and everybody's attention is, like, why would you feel like you can just have a normal conversation? And, and even if you do, if you're front front and center. Yeah. That's- I always remember, so a friend of mine, um, it was during Moon Tower, and Mark Marin was mm-hmm. at the Paramount. Okay. And, um, a friend of mine, his girlfriend and his girlfriend and her girlfriend went to the show, and I saw him at the show, mm-hmm. and they had front row seats. Mm-hmm. I mean, very front row. Yeah. So Mark Maron's on stage doing his thing. Meanwhile, they're having a conversation, like, oh and he, you know, called him out once, mm-hmm. twice, three times. You're out. Right. Right. And so they got kicked out. Oh my gosh. And so. A week later, I run into her boyfriend, uh-huh. and and I said, "Hey, uh, I saw your girl at the Mark Marin show," and he goes, "That fucker, Mark Marin." I'm like, "What did Mark Marin do to you?" Because well, yeah. he got him kicked out. I'm like, yeah, they were talking on, they were in the front row, like right. literally, like where you are, like mm-hmm. right up front, front and center, right in front of Mark Marin. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. And he goes. Well, she was dealing with some stuff with her mom, and, she, and I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, don't go to the show. Then. Yes, 
Don't get front row tickets yeah. <laughs> show. It makes zero sense. Zero fucking sense. It's it's literally like I don't know social etiquette one on one. Right. Or use it as your escapism and like be like, okay, in an hour I'll deal with this. But for now, I'm just gonna concentrate, not <laughs> think about the shitty shit. I'm so glad they do the the phone in the bags now. What? Like you put when you go to a show, they put your phone. Oh, the phones in the back. Yeah, I thought you said phones in the back, and I imagine like Secret Service people being like, <laughs> "This blonde in F thirty three." This dog is shit. Just get a, look, if that was the case, I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Like you get, I don't know. Like actually, even better <laughs> if you get if you put like a trap door under each seat. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So if if you get called out and if you're talking, like let's say there's a uh, put a sensor on this on like a microphone on the seat, Ooh. and if you can hear, okay, you know, on uh, G23, I can hear them talk. Mm-hmm. You get one warning, little buzz, little yeah. shock, right? If you three times press the button, trap door, you fall, yep. through, you fall through the. To, to the floor, done. You're out. Yeah, this and is it, like Austin Powers when <laughs> he has the chairs in the boardroom. Hell yeah! That, that, I mean, that'd be subtle, but what would be really funny is if you had one of those robot arms, like at the oh, that the would grabber. come down. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like at the at the HEB, not HEB, mm-hmm. but like at, at arcades. Come down, grab your ass, take you out. That'd be so, dope. But I think the the trap door would be hilarious. Yeah. Somebody out there, please. Joe Rogan, if you're listening to this, yeah, your new club should have trapdoors <laughs> on the each chair for anybody who starts talking shit I or know, just talking, right. get on their phone, you're out. I, definitely. I do. I uh, feel bad because I usually do get more of like, uh, I call them supportive hecklers where they're like, I say a joke and they'll like kind of say something supportive back. And I'm, then I like, acknowledge it and keep going sometimes i like you go girl like what do they say yeah they'll say like oh yeah you go girl or i don't know what's the so i have this joke about how i there should be a dating app for black guys that like to go camping (laughs) okay that's a good premise um maybe nobody on it (laughs) that's well so uh, there's like two ways I've tried the joke, mm-hmm. but one of the guys in the crowd was black, and he was like, "Yeah, that's like there's no such app because no, but no black guys would be on it." And I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's part like part of the premise. But also, like, thank you for your feedback. I guess <laughs> like what I just did just now moment, but <laughs> it, it 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 happens. I mean, there's no way around it, and I think it makes you. It makes you tougher in a way. Yeah. You know, there you know that famous um video of Bill Burr in Philly? No. So somebody went up before him that the crowd didn't like at all. Oh no. I forgot who it was. Uh maybe it was Dean Delray. I don't know. Anyway. And Bill Burr comes out mm-hmm. and he does fifteen minutes. I think it's fifteen minutes. But he literally shits on the whole city of Philadelphia. Oh my god. For 15 minutes. And as he's talking shit, he's counting down. I got seven minutes left, you motherfuckers. 
and then he keeps going. You're fucking, you guys, <laughs> you guys have a statue of a fictitious fix, a, a, a character. Yes. And he goes on and on and on and on and on. And, he, and by the time his set is over, he wins the entire audience back. That's amazing. Like that is like yeah, that's crazy. top level, like mastery. Yeah. Like you're going, I mean, seriously, he came out, fuck you, Philly. Yeah. Especially in Philly. They're like notorious for being bad audiences in anything. I, I don't, I, I guess. Anybody in that area, <laughs> Boston, Philly, like yeah. all those guys in the Northeast. Well, Philly will fight or ruin shit if they win or lose. It's like, oh, yeah, yes. Fucking tear down the town. But yeah, I've heard enough comic stories where they're like, Philly has like the drunkest motherfucker. <laughs> da, 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 da. But. But, we have it pretty good here. I yeah. gotta say, I have it pretty good. Yeah. I mean, as much as as much comedy as there is out there, it's like you're going to learn quickly, right? Because people, I mean, comics don't don't fuck around, anymore. right? But it's getting. I like the fact that every, or well, one every breweries, brewery does right. comedy now, and then comics are running their own shows mm-hmm. pretty much all over town. Yeah, fucking Chris Tan is killing it. Yeah. Fucking Lucas is killing it. Yeah. And so um that's good. Yeah. I'm glad. But Cap City's coming back here. Right. Have you been to Cap City? Did you go to Cap City? Yeah, before? I went to the old Cap City. That was my like my second home. I was there all the time. That's probably why I didn't know you before. I wouldn't like I only got on their showcase or their open mic thing once. Yeah. I did I did it maybe three Three or four times. Okay. But it was tough to get on. But I mean, even before that, I would go to shows. Like since right. since like two thousand two. Yeah. Like I've seen I got to see um Patrice O'Neill, Greg Geraldo, right. uh Carlos yeah. Mancia, you know, uh-huh. uh shit, Louis C. K. in like two thousand five or six or something like that. Yeah. Um but I hope they open soon. I know. I was supposed to go to a show last Wednesday. Is it David no, no, Christina P. Oh well, yeah, but they canceled. Oh, that's right, because you're a big fan of the. Yeah, I'm not as big of a fan as hers, but she still entertains me. I just kind of wanted to see, like, how the process of writing a new hour when you're, you know, not working out at. The comedy store or something regularly with that because mm-hmm. i don't in a club i would feel be more down for it where like i've seen david spade kind of do that at the paramount mm-hmm. and i'm like i paid money for the, like these tickets where I'm, i want you to have like a little bit finer tuned hour than like, oh it was it wasn't good david spade it wasn't bad. It just, you could tell he didn't have a clean hour. He was still, like, trying to figure it out. Oh, I mean, yeah. So he had, like, a good 25 minutes, and the rest was kind of... Just talking? q yeah, and shit? figuring it out. So. But it, it was obvious to you, but you think people in the audience scare? I mean, it's David Spade. I don't know. That's the interesting part of... It was not this past Moon Tower, but the Moon Tower before. So... Yeah comedy fans that you would think probably know but also sometimes i think people just are like i saw a big name so it doesn't matter if it's good or bad that's what that is 
I mean, I mean, no. Backtrack. Um, there's some people that you go see them because of their name, not necessarily because they're good at what they do. Right. Uh, or I'll say considered like like very high level. Right. You know, Steve O goes on tour. You know, yeah. I wouldn't pay to see Steve O, but if I did, I I would do I would go because it's Steve O. He's gonna ride a bike with his balls out and then <laughs> crash into yeah. a wall or something, right? But that that was it. Like, my expectation or not? But because, I mean, we're com- we're comedians and we're comedy nerds. So when you go to a show now, you don't you don't look for the same things as right. the regular Joe Blow. Uh-huh. Like, there's some comics out there that that I've seen. And I'm like. I don't understand why they have such an audience. Right. They're great. Don't get me wrong. They're they're great at what they do. They they've they've put in the work. They mm-hmm. make millions of dollars. They fill out arenas. Right. Good for them. I'm really happy for them. It's just not for me. We we're right. talking about Bird Kreischer earlier. Mm-hmm. Like Fluffy is the same thing. Like a Fluffy or um that other dude. Joe Coy, yeah. But Joe Coy has his audience. Right. You know, yeah. Larry the Cable Guy has his audience. Right. And, I, and I'm like, just, if I were to, I want to see the comedy that gets me is the comedy where I can read it and it's still funny. Got it. Because if you're just saying stuff and you're acting it out. Right. And it's like, it's mundane stuff, like my, mm-hmm. me, my family, me, my kids, blah, 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 blah. It's mm-hmm. like the kind of jokes that you tell at the coffee in the break room. Right. Right. Or in line at the bank. It's like, eh. But if if I can, if it's actually, oh, no, there's a reason why I put this word mm-hmm. here. There's a reason why I, um, like, I put an accent on this syllable right. or something. You know what I mean, and they're they're and I can see. Oh, this is actually clever writing. Right. I'm more I'm more receptive to that right. than oh yeah, can't believe what my kids did yes yesterday. Right. I'm like yeah, okay, your kids again. Interesting. I definitely get what you're saying as far as like yeah, some jokes are funny written out, and some are like both written out and performed, and some are just funny performed. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Casey Rocket is hilarious, but if you were just to read a transcript of his act, you would be like, what the fuck is happening? Like, just because of what he does, like his riffing. But I see what you're saying. But I don't, I'm not as technical as far as like syllables and word usage. I probably should get better at like figuring out what. You took the class. <laughs> that was that wasn't like one oh two? No. <laughs> I know it should have been. But like I think she did at one point say, yeah, words with K's or hard syllables at the end are usually get a little bit better reception. Yep. That's that's the thing. That is the thing. But I haven't gotten that far. Like, I don't know. To me it's just concepts. If there's a funny concept or a concept that isn't hit upon as much, that's what I the mm-hmm. road I want to go down. I, I think more in terms of what is a joke that I can tell that nobody else can. Yeah. That that should be the thing because everybody's going to have a joke about Leah Thomas, a joke about uh, Amber Third, 
what's her name? Yeah, Amber Heard. Heard. Yeah, yeah, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and all right. that stuff. Like just to, but I'm like, I'd rather have something like, yeah, nobody else right. can have this perspective. Yeah, that should be the goal, I, I think. But um, what was I gonna say? I just lost my thought. Brain fart. What's that noise? Air conditioning. Oh, the AC. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is my mic on? What the hell? I'm glad. It, okay, it is recording. It is recording. Um, I'm blanking out. I don't know. Did it have to do with joke writing or joke? Yes. So when you go, what I like to go to shows now, um, like back to back. So, for example, I was going to go see Joe DeRosa last weekend, mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday. Or see when Sean Patton was in town, I'll okay. go see him Friday. And yeah. I, just to, because now I'm, yeah, I laugh if it's funny, mm-hmm. but I'm looking for those, those changes. How did he change the, that one right. joke from Friday to Saturday? Mm-hmm. And that's always interesting to me. Like Rogan is on tour, like filling out arenas, you know, doing his hour. And like, I, I think I saw him, about five times in the month and a half. Okay. Just to just to catch, like, okay, how is he uh, changing things around? Right. Like, what are the jokes that I know we're going to... I'm trying to guess. This one's going to be on, on this new, next hour. Hmm. This one is maybe going to be on it, but right. I, it needs to be cut a little bit. Or, oh, this is new. I didn't hear that one before. Maybe yeah. that's going to... So I, I like to play that game. So when I go to shows, like, I... I I try to enjoy myself, but right. <laughs> but my brain just goes, huh, I like what he did there. Yeah. And I, I end up taking notes during shows. Oh, that's For cool. my own shit. Yeah, that's kind of cool and fun. Like, I, I've had to, uh, like, walk out. To write a... Yeah, to put it on my phone. Okay, yes. And it's about something about... Not not like, the ins- oh, he said something about that, so I'm going right. to do the same thing. It's like, oh... that. What he said made me think about how I can restructure yeah. this joke. Unlock so, something. Yes. And I just go and, because I can't just sit down and be like, okay, so I'm going to write jokes now. Yeah, same. I can't do that. I can't, only if I'm like under pressure. Like you have a show coming up or something or? Uh, Yeah. So like Raymond, he hasn't done it in a while, but he had this show concept where it was like, you there's four you're supposed to tell jokes in four different styles of joke so he had like blue Who's raymond raymond cabrera oh i know his face i don't think yeah. i don't met him really oh he runs the friday buzz mill open mic it's really fun i haven't anyway. done that one um he doesn't do the show anymore but it used to be like there is a do your comedy in the style of Def Jam. Do your comedy in the style of Blue Collar. Oh, do wow. Do your comedy in the style of alt comedy. There's one more. I can't remember what the fourth was. But it was like different comedy stylings. Maybe it was a clean set. I don't know. That's tough. The one time I did it, I got alt comedy. So instead of doing my normal material, I did like, David Letterman <laughs> style, like top, oh. ten, top 10 lists or reasons. And he gives you, he, at the time he gave you like different topics you could write jokes on. So then like I had to write for that, which was like oh. a, a fun exercise. How early does it give you those? It was 
like a two week weeks in advance, maybe. Oh, okay. But I then, thought it was on the spot. I'm like, no, yeah, no, no. no fucking way. Everybody besides me just ended up doing their own regular jokes, but like trying to do it in the style of. It's a good exercise. I mean, c- yeah. because you're going to sound like somebody at first. Right. Then until you find your own thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, you're going to be D.L. Ugly or you're going to be Larry the Cable <laughs> Guy, Nate Bargatze, yeah. or Stephen Wright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. That's tough for the same joke. Yeah. Uh, so we all had the same subjects, but we had, yeah, you were supposed to write like different jokes I, in your I style. I like that. I want to try someday. Yeah. That's it was joke. it was good exercise. That's why I like said yes to the show because I was like, you know what? I'm going to push myself out of the box, mm-hmm. try something. If it doesn't work, you know, then no problem. It's not like my regular jokes, and if some of them work, then maybe I'll try to add them into my. Look, it's it's a it's a muscle like yeah. anything. Have you watched a spe- uh, good special lately? Uh special she. Special uh, who? <laughs> Chris uh, DeStefano's special. On oh, Netflix. I haven't watched that one yet. Special she. Is it good? Yeah. If you no, are you would have said Chris, yes right away. <laughs> no, if you're a Chris uh, DeStefano fan, you will enjoy it. And you're not? No, I am. I'm a I'm a That was the fan. slowest, yes, no. the most complicated. <laughs> I don't know, because I enjoyed it and I laughed, but it wasn't like laugh out. I haven't found a special where I'm like laughing out loud all the time. It's on TV. If you were there live, it would be different. Yeah. But there has like not Joe Coy's latest special, but the special before that in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Some like I don't know if it was like the time of day I was watching it or just whatever, but his, that special, like there are points where I was dying. Like he has this bit about how this girl is like laughing, crying, and then she has to pee. And mm-hmm. he made me laugh from that where then I was like laughing, crying and having to pee. By yourself? Yeah. In my house. <laughs> but it, trying to think which one is that. The earthquake one. I laughed a couple of times. Okay. That was a good one. Uh, I just watched the Cat Williams. Oh, was it good? Yeah, I fell asleep. Honestly, oh, okay. I fell asleep. Like Cat Williams is one of those guys. I get the appeal. I I yeah. get black people love him. Right, they really do. But I have a thing against preachy comedy. Okay. Yeah. When you're, it's not jokes. It's your you telling people your opinion. Well, like how you how to live their lives, kind okay. of thing. Like, ladies, you should blah 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 blah. Yeah, fellas, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. like okay, black people, nah, nah, nah. white people. Yeah. This. Like, come on, it's 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 been so done and overdone, right? That I I don't see I don't see the charm in it anymore, right? Because it it was funny in the nineties. It was funny right. doing like like especially black comics, but like Comic View, if you all right. remember Comic View. No, I, on BET. I did not watch that, but I have watched. You didn't have like, BET. I mean, we had it, but I think <laughs> I've watched kidding. like documentaries about like Def Jam and different yeah. stuff to see clips of it, but mm-hmm. not like you know. I came to school the next day and was like, "Did you guys see Patrice O'Neill?" <laughs> not with that voice. Did you see Patrice O'Neill? <laughs> 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 no, I mean, so uh, he had. And and long, like setups, 
And you're like, and the whole time you're thinking, when's the punchline coming? When's right. the punchline coming? It's like, there's, there's lies and there's truth. There's lies and there's truth. There's lies. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I get 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 to it. Where's the thing? And then the first time was something about the shortage of fried chicken in the country. What? Yeah, but the the whole setup took literally like five minutes to get there because he's pacing up and down the stage. Right. He's like repeating stuff, and I'm like, I'm too big of a nerd, right? To to really appreciate it for what it was, and I was like, all right, I'm passed out. Yeah. And I don't think I'll go back and watch it. I'll try. I get high and see. Maybe. Yeah, see, it it's, helps. <laughs> it felt like he had a different, like I know he's kind of charactery, but it felt like he had a different voice and kind of character this time. Yes, it's not. It's not as wild as it used to be. So, but his clothes are wild. So then I, I don't know. Just the preview. I was like, this is distracting. Just. This. Oh, do you remember the Pim Chronicles? Yeah, but that was like at least kind of one color, and it was distracting. But oh, so, so he wants he needs to go in all black. I don't know something. It was like stars on the jeans, then a bedazzled hat, then like a do rag under the hat, then like some. <laughs> and I was just like, this is too much. You know what? You would love French comedians because French comedians really play down their outfit. They it's, they always wear black. Always. And there's there's never, I won't say never, rarely. Like, I don't remember watching a French comedian that actually had a set with their name in big letters in the background yeah. or like a whole yeah. decor or whatever. It's usually, okay, you got lights and then big stage and you're dressed in black. Black suit, black collared shirt, black pants, black shoes. Nice. And so you can only see, the, you can only see their hands, their face. That's it. I mean, I... Do you think about like if you were to ever have a special, how you would dress? I do. I so my go issue ahead. Is, I gotta hear you asking me because you want to answer the question. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I also wonder if like this is a thing that people think about. Where I'm just like a girl that likes fashion, so I think about it. But I can tell you do. A lot of, a lot of the female comedians wear like high heels and a little bit fancier, mm-hmm. like they're gonna go out to the club. Mm-hmm. But I don't. That's not normally what you comedy in. Most female comedians that I've seen, at least. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's like I would feel uncomfortable. I think, but I also get, you know, it's a special day for you, so you feel like you want to dress up a little bit. But all the other like male comedians just wear a plain t-shirt, nice jeans, and a blazer. So I think I would do that, like go Angela Johnson style, mm-hmm. and have like, you know. Wear tennis shoes, nice jeans, and a cool blazer. Nice. Tell me you already have that outfit set up in I your do closet. Not. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, well, Christina P, her special, she's wearing this yeah, pink jacket. Pink suit. She said too on the podcast recently that Netflix, when they expensed it, it was like the most expensive wardrobe they've had of any special. Was that distracting? Did you watch it? I haven't yet. It was slightly distracting because she rhinestones out her pink jacket Uh, on the collar. So when it catches the light, it's a little, but it's also bright pink. But again, she doesn't, I don't think she wears that normally, like in her day to day stand up when she's going to like 
Wichita. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just, I mean, I get that it's like something special in your life and you want to look nice, but I don't know. I just think it's so wild to like dressed completely differently. Well, I mean, do you remember in, in the 80s, like all the comics had like the 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 blazer with yeah. the white the white shoulder pads like, like that was the thing some suit of some kind yeah yeah, e- yeah either that like uh, uh Martin Lawrence or mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy yeah like the like the the bodysuit whatever yeah. or you had the you know the big jacket with the with the shoulder pad because when you go when you go do uh, like a Carson or Leno or whatever right. like, yeah you dress up for that and you're like oh shit I'm I have to dress up for this because this is this is special and it's gonna be recorded. You're gonna see it and next thing you know, we don't want people to show up at your next show and like, oh look, he's wearing sandals and shorts. Yeah. I you know what? Yeah, I would draw the line there. I I don't think I would ever I felt weird the first time I did it. I it wasn't a mic. Yeah, it was a mic, but I would never do a show in shorts. Okay. Like no. Not that I have nice legs or ugly legs. Right. But I just wouldn't, it wouldn't feel right. It's like going to work. Yeah. Like you go to work. I mean, I don't know what you're. I have holy pants on right now. So I okay. also am like, I don't know if that's any better or worse than. Shoes. No, but it's something, you don't have to be always stylish, but there's a, there's a minimum. Right. Like I, I, I grew up uh, in uh, the whole thing here when you go to work and flip-flops and cargo shorts and a t-shirt mm-hmm. like we're there now but like i, did, I didn't grow up with that like right. you go to school to like hey got nice clothes on like yeah. i just you got clothes over the weekend you can't wait to go to school on monday like look i got this new shirt yeah uh, right so it's the same thing here mm-hmm. and so you want to put a little effort but anybody who goes up and does a show open mic that's okay nobody cares right but you do a show and you have flip-flops and shorts above the knee <laughs> hell no yeah i don't care how good your legs are i don't care if you're shaved i don't no not <laughs> no i'm sorry it's it's gonna take it's gonna be very distracting not because i'm like oh my god your legs but yeah like put a little effort in your how you look i go back and forth because i i have tattoos and so right, they're nice so thank you i know but they are like a distraction factor where I'm like, do I want to cover them or do I want to stop the stigma? Not stop the stigma. Like I'm going to like be the Rosa Parks of comedians with tattoos. But just like <laughs> you don't ever see comedians, many comedians with their tattoos exposed. And I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Like That's true. Unless you address it, if that's part of the right. material. Otherwise, yeah, you want to focus on the face and the, right. and the, the worst coming out of it. But like, yeah, Joe Rogan has like full sleeves of tattoos, and he always wears like yeah long was, sleeves. Yep. So, your next show, what are you gonna wear? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I host a show on Friday, so it'll, I'll probably wear something. I don't know. I go back and forth because I'm like the host, so I'm like. I don't really care that much but i also want to be fashionable but definitely like in the summer more mm-hmm. now it's getting hot i'm like fuck it i wear sleeveless things if people have a problem with it they can right 
right? A complaint. Oh, <laughs> no, I would say fuck off. I mean, well, I was gonna say suck my dick, but oh, sure, even better. Um, but yeah, I just hate being hot, so uh, definitely in the summer. But you enjoy fashion, yeah. apparently. Do you, you okay? Let me ask you this: Do you think that in Austin, people know how to dress? No. Okay, why is that? Like, what, what do you see? I agree. But I wanted to hear from a fashion nerd. I don't know if I'm a fashion nerd, but... but you, you care enough. There's, like... Uh, we don't have, like, a unique style. It's kind of a blend of, like, Dallas. What people think is, like, more expensive. But they're... It's, like, middle ground luxury labels. Mm-hmm. And then... Kind of cowboy-esque. I don't know. It's a lot of like... And then hipsters in Austin. But no. I Like New York is like fashion. Yes. Like uh, Paris. Industry. Yes. Like I, I, I've gone out in Paris with friends. And one of my girlfriends was like, this bitch has the same outfit as me. I said, what? I'm going to go home and change. Yeah. She went home and changed. and changed. Like, there's no way that, that she was going to go into the club and then some other girl has the same outfit. I mean, that's French. Her. That's how I feel about Halloween. Like, I always try to do a, a weird outfit because I'm like, you always, you know, go to Spirit Halloween and see like 5 million people as oh, yeah. a black cat or some shit. <laughs> black cat, black angel. Yeah. Or some Marvel character. French made. Something slutty. The slutty yeah, version. Yeah. Sexy fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> sexy SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. That's it. There was a sexy COVID outfit. I'm sure there was. <laughs> remember, so this is going to be a real throwback. Do you remember? I think it was must have been 2015 or maybe 16. Mm-hmm. The election year when that one like kind of plump guy his name was like something bone asked a question in one of the town halls for the upcoming presidential election i don't know he blew up on twitter and then the next day there was like a sexy um is it joe the plumber no his name was something bone and he had like this maroon sweater vest on and glasses i gotta see this guy and so yeah there was like a I don't know if it was real or fake, but on the internet, there was like sexy town hall. Oh, Ken Bone. Yeah, Ken Bone. With the with the red vest. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I remember this. This. Will they jump on any <laughs> any cultural I, phenomenon? I don't. Yeah, no, fuck that. Sexy. Usually what I do for Halloween, I mix up costumes. Okay. Like I'll take... I always have a mask on. Okay. Always. A scary mask on. Because I want to scare people. Okay. It's the only time I can do that and <laughs> get away with it. I've actually, uh, one year I was a uh, a dead, it's always a dead something with me. Uh-huh. So dead jester. Oh, nice. So I've got the jester costume, the one that uh-huh. you can buy at any part right. of city or whatever. And I mixed it up with like all the bone stuff. Ooh, cool. And I had the mask and I had the hat with the uh-huh. the bells on it. So I remember and I would go walk on, uh, go downtown mm-hmm. 
And I will walk past people I knew and then just stare at them. I do this thing. This, <laughs> I was down the corner and as people are walking by me, I just follow them with my head. I don't say a word. I just follow them with my head like this. Oh, yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. I actually, one year, I followed a couple girls off this one block. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're lucky they didn't have pepper spray. I'm, I'm lucky it was Halloween. Yeah. You can get away with it. Oh, any other day would never work. But I, w- I would post up, at, post up at a bar where I knew the bartenders or DJs or whatever, mm-hmm. and I would just stand there and not move. Nice. And then, and then they would go. I remember one, one of my friends was like a uh, DJ. He goes, yo, I don't know who the jester is, but he needs to get the fuck out of here or start dancing or something. <laughs> and I turn around and I just pointed at him. And that's my oh, mask yeah. off. And they go, oh, man, God damn it, you got us again. I, <laughs> I love that. But I, the the best was, oh, I was a prisoner. Oh. And uh, I had, I was like, okay, I'm going to get the prisoner off it. The same thing, dead prisoner, yeah. mask and everything. And then I thought <laughs> I was going to have like the ball and chain, but the ball, I was going to put it on my head. Oh. And I would make eyes and yeah. the mouth and everything. And uh, I went to a dance party and it was dope. I think uh-huh. I won the contest that year. And then I put all my stuff down, right? like my gloves, the mask, and everything. Uh And I was there late, and they cleaned up the room, and they took my shit and threw it away. Oh, no. So when I walked out, I was just prisoner. (laughs) (laughs) And I swear to God, this car stops. Black girls inside going, really? Black prisoner? Mm -hmm," And drove off. (laughs) That was like Kirby enthusiasm yeah, moment, exactly. man. Yes, uh, I'll uh, never forget that. But yeah, always, always did something. I fucking <laughs> loved it. Fucking loved it. That's amazing. But, um, I just don't get. I don't even talk. All right, now we're twenty five. Uh, I agree with you that people don't know how to dress here. Yeah, I'm tired of flip flops. To be fair, I do think like the more accessible fashion is kind of trash now. Like whatever Gen mm. Z is. I went to um, Urban Outfitters recently. I was like the oldest person there. Everything is like triangle fabric or like very oversized, which I'm not opposed to, but mm-hmm. it's just very strange and like you're like there's a thing called power clashing now where like you purposely put two different prints that normally wouldn't work together and so I don't know it's a little crazy I I don't I, now all I do is try to color coordinate as much as I can though. yeah because I buy shoes and shirts thinking okay what can I wear with that like I I will change five times before leaving the house okay I'm one of those <laughs> I'm one of those guys it, it's it because I want to be practical right but also well look good like, yeah like, like anybody but if i'm i've actually <laughs> packed say i'm going out and i'm like okay i'm gonna be out from uh let's say i'm out at 3 p.m and i'm not be out all all right. day and all night okay so i'm gonna put two other outfits in my car yeah. i did it last weekend i did it last saturday hell yeah i was like i, I look always look at the weather yeah as schizophrenic as the weather is in, in yeah. Texas, change all the time, and yeah, I was like, okay, okay, from from three to six, 
this is what I'm wearing. Yeah. And then I'll take a break, go to my car, change my <laughs> Like, yeah. this is my nighttime outfit. I love it. Hell yeah. I mean, come on, folks. Yeah. Step it up a little bit. All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Let's go to dope shit. What's your dope shit? I know you got a okay. good one. So you you're, you're about you're glowing right are now. Are European, so. so this is not going to be a new obsession for you. But it's mm-hmm. a new obsession for me, and I realize I'm late to the game. But Netflix's F1 Drive to Survive documentary series, mm-hmm. I've binged it in probably three or four days. It's like four seasons, and it goes through like the F1 season, but it highlights different teams at different parts and like the rivalries and I'm just obsessed. Now I want like ladies to get into F1. I want to drive an F1 car. I'm on the highway and I'm like, (laughs) you're going to go to F1 this year? Probably, maybe. Now that I'm more into it, I'm like... You got to see this shit. I know. Well, so I went one year, but I wasn't into it. And we went towards the end of the race. Mm-hmm. So I saw the last cars doing their last laps. And I was like, this is not exciting. But now that I know the culture of it, I might. But the tickets are so expensive. It's October. Save up. I know. I just purchased my ACL tickets. So. But yes. I didn't. I didn't care again this year. You didn't. No. What was the what's the what's the lineup again? Really? Like red Hot Chili Peppers, Pink, Paramore, Bloom. <clears throat> I'm trying to think who else. I don't know. It was a lot of ladies. SZA, I think, was a headliner. Yeah, Casey Musgrave, yeah. Paramore, Lil Nas X. So yeah, a lot of <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and then Diplo, Lil Durk. Uh, Spoon, Call You Ray Jimson. Yeah, Call Me Maybe. That's her. Yeah, she's gonna do one song and get off the get off the stage. Well, she's gonna have one big song, but she has other songs. I hope so. I, I hope so for her. Robert Glasper, that's good. I've seen him before. James Blake. No idea. I, usually, when I go to ACL, it's like I don't. I go one day. I don't. I never do the whole weekend. I've never done the whole weekend. Gotcha. It's too much. No, it's too much. It's like I think one day is plenty. I mean, you yeah. pick your your day strategically. But I remember one year I went. Uh, who was it? I think it was the year it was uh, like L Cool J. Oh hell yeah, I remember that. But the best thing was in the tent. The the Cheeto stand, or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was it was Prince's band. Oh cool. The Revolution. Nice. Like the original band, just without Prince. And right. they were doing all the songs. All the songs. Yes. And I was like, I had no idea the Revolution was here. Yeah. Like, it's that kind of stuff. Or there was the band called um, Lettuce. You ever heard of Lettuce? No. It's a funk band. And the re- Lettuce, L-E-T-T-U-C-E. They come to Austin every once in a while. At least they used to. Um uh, Great, great funk band. Like they go into the crowd and then start jamming. It's, it's dope. Nice. But I, I, the thing is with ACL, it's like there's just so much, and you go back and forth, and I don't know. Yeah. I'll probably end up going maybe one day. Maybe take my son if I can. Yeah. There's first. Uh, That'd be fun. They have the Kitty Limit, Austin Kitty yeah, Limit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, I say that now, but yeah. 
I'm looking forward to October uh, Skankfest. I'm going to Skankfest. Oh, hell yeah. Vegas. And then, yeah, I just bought tickets to shit now. <laughs> just don't. Nice. I know. I kind of wanted to volunteer for Skankfest um, and can, see still. what it's about. But you, you ever been? No. I don't know if that's really my audience, either for my own comedy or, like, what I enjoy in comedy all the time. So I was mostly just going to like see friends and kind of see what it's about to make a fair judgment if it's what I think or if it's then volunteer. Yeah. I mean, if you're not it, I mean, I think there you can't submit uh, tapes anymore. No, I don't. I wouldn't be on it. Yeah, but, but it's. I'll tell you that about Skankfest. I went to the Houston one. That was mm-hmm. my first time, and we've talked about this on the show. We did like two shows uh, recap with Cheatham. Bus Kingfest, but oh they're comedy fans. Yeah. Those guys are comedy fans. I do too. appreciate like anything goes for sure. That's like the cool part of Skankfest. It's like yeah. anybody can do whatever and they're into it. But in some ways You'd be offended or something? By something? Maybe. I don't know. I just like some of the humor of just like going as low as possible is not my comedy lane. Okay. Well, there was a little bit of everything, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I know, like, Ariel did Skankfest. Yeah. yeah, she was there. So I feel like if she was on it and cool. Don't think who else from here. Yeah, when she was on Kill Town. A- Abby, Abby did it. Rosenquist. Okay. Yeah, she was on there. Cool. Um, Karen Margolis. Yeah. Uh, there was actually a lot of, a lot of women. Michael Fox. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm saying that like it's <laughs> yes, it's great. Look at me wrong. Look at me like this motherfucker. No, no, no. But I I really enjoyed it. So nice. I yeah. think it's it's it's. I like the way it's set up. I like the everything in one place and yeah, you get to see like fifty comics in three yeah, days. I mean, holy sure. shit, that would be the appeal. And like I said, I want to give it a fair assessment. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's see. What's my dope shit? Oh yes, 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 yes. Every Tuesday morning on Twitch, uh, DJ Scratch Bastard oh. uh, from Canada, okay, uh, Toronto. He was here during South by. He did. Uh, he has this thing called the Barbecue, Ooh. the Bastard Barbecue. Uh, it's a big party. He has his DJ friends play. Yeah. Uh, it was a like a a whole day thing. He does right. it all over the country. Uh, but every Tuesday, he plays on Twitch for four hours straight, from like nine o'clock. To whatever four hours later is, I can't oh, do math right now. Cool. And it's he has like hundreds and hundreds of people in the chat. That's uh, any place he knows, he knows music. What I enjoy about what I, I love watching DJs who right. are music nerds, like they get excited yeah. about playing a, a record. Yeah, not the, the, the DJs that just stand there to just do this and then do Jesus poses. Right. No, no. like you're not. But if you yeah. actually like, I mean, you're. You're screaming, not not right. too much, because then you're ruining the, the music. But you're, you can tell you have a smile on your face right. the whole time. Like I enjoy that about about Paul. So um, check it out. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash scratch bastard b a s t i d. Okay. Well, scratch s k r a t c h bastard b a s t i d. Okay. Really dope guy. Really, really nice. Really nice too. So. Did you during COVID 
Man, I can't think of his name. It was a DJ, though, that's well-known, and he did uh, quarantine jams, and he would go live. Nice. Yes, thank you. Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> yes, D-Nice. Here's my beef with D-Nice. What? And D-Nice has been around for a long time. Yeah. He was part of Boogie Down Production with their producer. Talks too much, man. And when I was when I, I would tune in during the pandemic, uh-huh. and every few seconds, shout out to blah blah blah, who's in the join the live. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shut up, just play. And <laughs> and he's he's undeniably talented. Right. You know who I really love during the pandemic? Questlove. Okay. Questlove played pretty much every day. Yeah. During the pandemic, actually for a year, and but Questlove. Did two things really well because Questo was a fucking music encyclopedia. Right. Uh-huh. Is that he would actually show on his Twitch the songs he was playing oh. on both sides, right? So you could like, oh, I like this song, I'm gonna go check it out. That's right. one. And Questlove had stories, oh. and he would tell, oh, this is how Prince came up with this song, or oh. this is why this song sounds like this other song. So it was actually refreshing. It wasn't just shout outs. He didn't yeah. shout out anybody. Right. He would just play records and tell stories. And That's he did cool. that every day. And then sometimes he would say, oh, you know what? Uh, for the next four days, it's going to be all Jacksons. Okay. And he, he would play like three hours a day, sometimes four hours. Okay. It, and he plays songs that you'd never heard. Right. Like B-side shit, like live recordings, uh-huh. stuff from shows that nobody has. And you're like, oh, this week, it's a Tribe Call Quest week. So I'm doing Tribe Call Quest for five days straight. That's it. Or De La Soul for five, six, yeah. five days. And you're like, I had no idea this, these artists had so many songs. Right. And he would put that, he would put that up on, on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was the shit. And then Mel, DJ Mel, shout out to DJ Mel, who's from here. He started the living room dance party. And he would, so he would get on Twitch and play. And he's from here. I've known the guy for like, I don't know, 15 years or so. Okay. And I was like, he was Obama's DJ. Oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, I think I've heard. The shortest DJ and with the biggest crates. <laughs> and he's been on the podcast. By the way, look up DJ Mel. He's been on, he's been on the show like five times. And the dude talks for like, he doesn't talk much, but when he does, holy shit, you can't <laughs> shut the fuck up. So the living room dance party was, you play every Saturday, like 6 to 10 mm-hmm. uh, online. And I was like, yo, how about we start a Zoom room and people can get on Zoom and you can yeah. see him dance in the living room. So they use my account. So fun. So every Saturday I would tune in Zoom and people would join the Zoom and he would like go back and forth and people would dance in the living room. That's awesome. And so just this past Saturday was his first living room dance party in person in two years. Oh, how cool. And so a lot of people that never met in person. Yeah. So um, I oh, went there and, and yeah, people from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I went there and they, they had name tags. With my name tag, and people were like, oh, back. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Like, oh, from the living room dance party. From da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. Nice to meet you. I mean, it was so many people. People yeah. flew in for this. You're like a local celebrity. 
Uh, 23 years in Austin, I know, I know a few <laughs> folks. Yes, I do. I do, I do. No, but it, it was it was nice to, to meet a lot of these people face-to-face, and we got to, you know, dance it up. Yeah. And so one, and Mel just did his thing. It was fun. So that's not even my dope shit, but you yeah. got me going. Sorry. So Scratch Bastard, DJ Mel. Uh, my dope shit is no, that was my dope shit. That's yeah. Scratch Bastard. Never that's mind. Fast. Yeah, and DJ Mel. So check them out. Uh, go to their Twitch uh, channels. Mel still plays every Monday. He does Moody Mondays. Uh, I don't know if he'll keep doing the living room dance party now that he's done it live. But follow him. If you're in Austin, go see him. It he has the best. He had an '80s, the longest running '80s party in Austin. Whoa. Like, I'm talking like 17 years, something like that. And it's it is an '80s straight up '80s. Love it with adults. I don't right. want to be around 20 year old. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, uh, Katie, where thank you. Where can people find yeah, you? All that good stuff. You. Um, Instagram at K. The number eight, E, Feltz, F-E-L-T-S. All right. We'll have the link. I, uh, what's your, when's your next, oh, every Friday what? Um, The second and fourth Friday of the month, I have Lipstick Battle, which is a comedy and lip sync show at Last Stand Brewing off South Congress and William Cannon. What's the, what's the concept so people know what to expect? Yeah, so, uh. I have five to six comedians, um, and they all do 10 minutes. And at the end of the show, the audience votes on who had the best set of the night. Mm -hmm. And then we battle in a lip sync battle, a la like uh, Jimmy Fallon or the Paramount show lip sync battle where you get to pick your song. Yeah. Um, So it's like that. And it's really, it's been really fun. We'll have to have you come on and then you can promote it. Sweet. Yeah, I'll come check it out. I'd love to have you on the show at some point. I will come check it out regardless. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, Let's see. Make sure you follow the feedback everywhere on social media. Uh, Instagram, preferably. Uh, Share the show. Check out the archive. There's plenty to go around. This is 250. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, But thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Catch out. Yeah, thank you.